rhino. Um, it's the same rhino. I just gave him a little present. I'm still I'm still <laughs> waiting for it to, to show up on my. Oh, it's loading. Ah, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. Rhino needs Rhino needs uh, representation, and if he doesn't want to show his yeah. face, then we can show his art. That's that's a good idea. You cool with nice. that? Nice. Nice. <clears throat> I don't see it yet, but nice. <laughs> <laughs> I took your little um your nine piece thing with the 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 eight images and then you in the center with the Master Chief helmet. Oh cool. Thanks. Yeah. Um this week on Loose Cannon, we are going to be talking about the next act. Uh this is a big one, you know? This is this is kind of like a, a big deal. Yeah. Stuff stuff is happening. Um, for those who don't know what I mean by the next act, if you visited Mara's court for the last time, presumably, uh, all those weeks ago, Mara essentially said, peace, and she vanished. She specifically talked about how she dreamt of a friend that she will come to have that said she needed to choose a side, even if it was the wrong side, etc., and how she would see us again someday. And that she's basically off to prepare for the next act, the the big the big war that's coming, like the equivalent to Oryx's arrival, right? Yeah, it's cool stuff. Yeah. I also thought it was interesting. Like this is a minor of all the things that we could talk about in that um, in that transcript in that video mm-hmm. cutscene. I don't know um, the way that Mara kind of disappeared and like. People said that was similar to the Extra Stranger, and I, I at least didn't recognize it. Was it similar? I think so. It was I, the same I, way. It was. Yeah, the exact right. same way. I'll but I don't know if the, if it's it. worth. I don't know if it's worth reading into that too much because, like, you know, we have like. So the way that we appear places is through like transmatting. And we have different transmat effects. Yeah. So maybe she just had a cool transmat. I don't, I don't know. Now whatever verse. <laughs> <laughs> like Mara, there. I meant like our tra- just to immediately derail this to something stupid. But our transmat's like a canon thing. Like, yeah. Do I drop down next to Petra in my Cabal dropship? And she goes, oh, sh-. oh, okay, it's just the Guardian. Oh, I see. No, that, that's a good question. I don't know. Like, is she concerned? I don't think that has been canon yet. <laughs> Like it, mm. it has to be. If dancing guardians are canon, yeah, transmat effects probably are. They don't dance with each other, just kind of at each other. <laughs> yeah. But on that same token, we do have three different awoken transmat things, and the one mm-hmm. that Marasov used is not any of those three. It's true. So you could potentially use that to argue that it does mean something. I mean, it just means that we don't have it yet, right? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, blonde boy. <laughs> so let me have a look. Ex- let's find the Exo Stranger, that particular cutscene. Okay. Uh, so while you look for that, uh, what is what does everyone think about the next act? When we go into Mara's court, um, many weeks ago, months ago at this point, we've gone to Mara's court and she had her little hologram up and it showed the pyramid ships and people kind of were like, "Oh my God, what's that about?" Now, when we go now, the last time when we went in there, they were there again. The pyramid ships were on the hologram um, device, and then Mara essentially says how she's off to fight a war, and 
and she leaves. So mm-hmm. the extra stranger once said the Awoken sitting out there at the edge of the light and dark, they need to choose a side, even if it is the wrong side. What side do you guys think Mara is picking? Is she studying the enemy or is she siding with them? Well, you know, I think when the Exo Stranger said about the about the Awoken being off there, hovering between the light and the dark, I think everything that we've learned from the Mara Senna and everything else is that the Awoken have picked a side, really. Like you know, well, uh, yeah. I mean, they didn't they didn't come back. Like Mar- they, they came back. Marasov used bomb logic. Used mm-hmm. used dark. Built a throne world for the light. That's not mm-hmm. picking a side. Right. I think the fact that they came back <clears throat> at all to try and save who, who was left behind shows that they're on the side of, of humanity. Like, yeah, but can humanity in, in not be on the of, side of the dark? I, I don't think that it's... Okay, humanity could be on the side of the dark, but I don't think that they are based on, based on everything we know so far. Okay. I, I think that the the Awoken made a conscious decision. You know, they the, they intervened at, at Twilight Gap. You know, mm. well, prior to Twilight, you know, like they, they intervened pr- to to try and prevent the the wolves. They from... they they started the reef wars to protect humanity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, if all they cared about was the survival of of themselves, I don't know. It doesn't seem like a very darkness type thing to do to go out of your way to help somebody else. That isn't... If we're talking about the philosophies of the of the darkness and the light, that's out of the light playbook, 100%. Oryx like the came, hive would... Oryx came to us, uh, technically came at us for revenge, didn't he? Yeah, he did. But I don't think he... I've, I've heard some arguments that say that Oryx came came here like it, it, i'm not going to argue that it wasn't for revenge mm. but it was to do with tribute mm-hmm. you know you could argue that without the the tribute from from crota like he was like okay i'm gonna have to sort this out myself you mm-hmm. know and he'd been hunting down um like the traveler and teox for millions of years i don't know a long time i don't know what the what relatively the yeah. Yeah, a really long time. So, yeah, I I don't know. I feel as though you never see um you, it's something that you might see from from the fallen kind of um going out of their way to help another like section of their of their species like, you know, somebody from uh House of Wolves might help somebody from from um the devils or or winter or whatever else mm-hmm. but i don't think you know if you look at the way that the hive function i don't think they would ever go out of their way to, to help somebody else and that's that's a kind of key part of their philosophy in their tide of the darkness hmm. so basically to summarize i think the exo stranger was unfair to say that that um the awoken hadn't picked a side um I think they had. I I don't think it's unfair to say. I think, I I think if Mara could sacrifice the light to the darkness just just to save humanity, mm. she would. 
Like she'd be like, take the traveler, leave the humans, be on your way. Right. And that that poses a whole new a whole another set of problems because the dark have been chasing the light or trying to gain control over the light ever since the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. And if they do that, if they attain control over the light in any aspect, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna probably see some pretty major developments. And and kind of like kind of leading off of what you said, Mara, at the at the beginning of that scene, she said how like when there's too much darkness in the world, light must like make it shine uh whatever the hell it is light needs to overpower the darkness when there's too much darkness and when there's too much light darkness needs to engulf the light and kind of it needs to exist in a balance and so at the end <laughs> of d2 hmm? yeah Ulatan. <laughs> exactly <laughs> it needs to exist in a balance and at the end of d2 when the traveler reawoke so did the pyramid ships so is it like okay elevation of light needs elevation of dark hmm Maybe, yeah. Well, if it is truly a balance between light and dark, I mean, you know, what's funny is I always think about, it's, I never think about it as two sides of a coin. I always thought of it more of, of, a, of a side of either being between the light, being against the light, or being with the light, and it being more of a three-sided, ooh, mm. a triangle, right? <laughs> But what we're what we're faced up what we're up against right now is we've got we've got three different type types of positions. You know, we've got those who who align with the darkness, mm-hmm. and those who align with the light, and they do that in in a wholehearted approach. And then there's those that are trying to waffle between the two in a balance. Mm. Mm. Maybe maybe that's where destiny will go. I mean, if rumors are to be true, like I really hate the the rumors about where Destiny Three is going. But like, and I also really hate the idea of a a guardian using actual dark like powers, mm. like dark right. weapons. Like, give them to me. But like dark powers, like no, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, maybe yeah, well, maybe the, guardians will kind of try to stride that balance. I think, I I hope not. <laughs> I really, I really, uh, I, I, I have a, a similar point of view in that I, I, I just feel as though it would, it would kind of be, it would run counter to all of the everything that we know about guardians so far to have darkness powers. Yeah, if they were uh, gonna, if they were gonna start that story, in my opinion, they would have to start that story early on. Like that would need to be mm-hmm. the end of Destiny One, where it's like. Using the light is not enough, and it needs to be mm-hmm. like, oh, this is going to be controversial, and we're going to go into that. It's a little, it's a little too late in the game to make it that does, decision. It it does feel a bit like that. I actually feel as though maybe maybe D two vanilla D two would have been a good place to or to vanilla D two, yeah, where you know? it's like the travelers shut down and we're we're yeah. useless now. We need mm-hmm. something more. Yeah, so I, I guess it's never too late, technically, right? I suppose not, but they I, could do it. If they do it right, it's never too late. If, but if one day they're just like, hey, darkness powers, we're like, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, know. Guardian? I feel like that's kind of... I mean, I agree with you, Anon. I don't think we're going to have dark powers. Oh. Um, I kind of agree that I don't think this war is really two-sided. I think it has three sides to it. There are the ones for the light, for the darkness, and the ones in between. And the reason we have the Woken at this point is they're there to fill that role of the ones who seek balance between the two. 
because mm. that's Mara's whole entire game plan. It yeah. isn't. It isn't just like, oh yeah, we're gonna defeat the darkness, or oh yeah, we're gonna push back the light. It's she's attempting to keep the balance. Yeah, and that's what the Awoken are, and she says it in the latest visit. It's like that is what the Awoken are: is dealing with the fact that the light must cast out the darkness, and vice mm-hmm. versa. Yeah, yeah. So I think exactly. Bungie has put the Awoken there to fill that role of the balance, so that the Guardians can maintain their light. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a, it. It kind of reminds me some some of the things that that she said. So what was it? Um, when there is too much darkness in the universe, light must cast it away, and when cast there is away. too much light, darkness must drown it out. And that really reminds me of the 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 start of the books of sorrow, where, you know, the the worm gods are imprisoned, and as the hive escape, you know, as the hive are formed and escape the fundament and start spreading across the the galaxy, it does feel as though the every other race that they encounter is kind of embraced the light, mm-hmm. you know. And it's almost like there is the galaxy exists in this like it's like the galaxy is in a golden age, you know. Mm. I mean, maybe I shouldn't say the whole galaxy, but whatever area that the hive are from and the the races around that, they all, you know, they they embrace the light. You know, they have this this collaborative, almost like a federation of of different races. I mean, there was uh, wasn't that the ecumen? There was like a, there was actually a yeah. collaboration of different races. Yeah, and there was so, even like little ETs in the background. If you if you notice, nice little Easter egg. What? <laughs> it's canon. Yeah. What can I say? I don't. What? Yeah. Was Alf Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alf. Um. <laughs> but yeah, so essentially, yeah, it all. It, that being the earliest point for us to know anything, it does kind of seem like it all started there. The the darkness gained a massive army, and at the same time, the light cast its light, or the sky rather, because it, it's the deep in the sky, and they cast the light in the dark. So the sky casts its light across all these civilizations, bringing them up to kind of counteract the dark, counteract the deep. Right. Uh, and E.T. was there. Yeah, E.T. was there. <laughs> and the Ecumen. <laughs> Ecumen. <laughs> no. That's weird. Don't do that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was... And audio His listeners will have no idea. Yeah. <clears throat> Good. Um, Watch the video. That, that really threw me off. <laughs> That really, threw, that really just derailed. I I had something like to say. Our train is off the track. Okay, so I got it. Oh no, God! When yeah. is the third act gonna happen? I mean, are we thinking it's gonna be D three, or are we gonna see like, are we just gonna kind of drop off <laughs> with Marisov until D three? I would I would like it to kind of be like exactly mirroring D one. So we just got our our Taken King. In, in fall, let's get our Rise of Iron, and then the following, let's get the next act. And, like, the, f- mm. the, the, the Rise of Iron can kind of set up the next act, I'd like, personally. But that's just me. But mm. would you, so part of the reason that Destiny 2 came about, at least, at least part of the reason, mm-hmm. is because, you know, it was quite difficult for Bungie to make changes in the engine that they'd built. Um, you know, 
creating new assets took a long time. Yeah. Right. Would you? The Tiger. I I don't I don't want there to be a Destiny three. Hmm. What I would like is for Destiny two to have another expansion like Forsaken. If it, and I know this is getting off the point of law, the... but I think if 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 those were the things that we had to pick from, you know, like I, I would I would much rather a continuation of the of the existing world and and fine yeah like like let people who don't have the original just buy this and and get and get the game so effectively it is a a destiny 3 i suppose but i also don't want this like hard like it it, it kind of sucks like I, I i've been talking to people um a few times this week about all of the stuff in destiny 1 and like realistically i'm probably not going to boot up destiny 1 anytime soon no but a lot of that content is really good and, and it's it's kind of a shame that we have this like oh okay you have destiny 2 these are all the things you can do vault of glass king's fall you know the dreadnought even just you know venus all of these fantastic locations are just like okay that's previous content you can't do that anymore mm-hmm. i i would hate to have to have that again except now it's destiny 3 and destiny 2 you know like yeah no and i i completely agree and the only reason why i'd want even want a destiny 3 is because even with this revised engine it's still not optimal and it, it, there's still obviously they're still kind of walking through mud with it and I, I, if, I mean, if I, a destiny I, 3 could actually fix that can actually make for much easier on the fly changes and it can mm. like retune some of the balancing issues and like just obviously don't just do destiny three because you need a new title or you're trying to sell a new title, but like do destiny three because you can actually make a drastic improvement to the engine. And that's the only reason why I'm even suggesting a destiny three. But in terms of if we, if we stop talking about things like, like in terms of destiny three or, or whatever, like mm-hmm. I, I guess the question is, do we do we expect the third act to begin like this September, or do we expect <clears throat> it to be the following September, or is it even going to be? I mean, one of the reasons why Bungie had this very tight September every September there would be a release is because that's what Activision wanted. Mm-hmm. That wasn't you know that wasn't something that Bungie. The, 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 that's you know that's something that was quite clearly um well so we've got thing. we've got the next few pieces of content that are coming to us that they were very much a part of and the other studios that helped develop them were very much a part of so we won't really see anything that's solely bungee until probably a full year from now right yeah it could even be longer i mean you know uh, Destiny Two is must. I don't know how long Destiny Two is in development. A, a, a long time. They said it was um, like a year after Destiny One released, so it was like mm, uh, three years, I think. Yeah. Mm. So it might it might not be for two or three years before we actually seeing any significant. Like I know Bungie have published the next up until September. They have this roadmap. Mm-hmm. But that's just what they've published. It's probable that, that they have an internal roadmap that that stretches much further and but you know like well to kind of touch on the roadmap like to answer your first question penumbra is um season of the shadow 
Mm. Uh, it's very clearly going to involve Callus and everything. And Callus had his shadows, and Callus is trying to make a make an army, and he's like planning for the end of the world and everything. Like, there's mm. a um, sorry, this random chat spam threw me off. Um, Callus <laughs> is very much in the know, right? So it would make sense to see the next act happen this fall. It'd be like yeah. Penumbra sets it up and then it begins. But that would also be the first time Bungie's ever actually done that. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's new territory for them. It is. But I mean, I feel as though I, I don't think the Destiny... I think the Destiny 2 engine is actually pretty good. Like, when you see it... like I, Okay, there are, there are mm. some rough edges, but that's true with any game engine. And, you know... Especially when you see it running on PC, like it's absolutely phenomenal. I mean, it's um, it, it's pretty it's pretty impressive just comparing it to even new titles that are coming out with their choppy frames and mm-hmm. and their missing pieces of terrain and holes yeah. that you just fall in or get stuck floating. And I mean, even brand new games coming out today have a litany of issues that are basic to the very three D yeah. model constructs of the of the environments that. Bungie doesn't suffer from. I mean, there are no. yeah, there's silly places where you can glitch into and and find mm-hmm. yourself stuck or whatever. Or enemies are behind a wall and you can't kill them. But for the most part, as far as Bungie's world goes, my goodness, it's pretty dang polished. Especially yeah. how smooth the transitions are when you're playing in your first person shooter. They've always been yeah. known for such a very seamless first yeah. person shooter experience. I wish other games had that, but yeah, they don't. Definitely. Yeah, and as Lon Boy says, like the menus are quite slow. I I completely accept yeah. that. Yeah, but those are slow. That's more of a that that seems to be a console issue rather than a, like you know, I haven't played it on PC, but from what I've seen of videos on PC, it well, that, that doesn't just, seem to be as much. Just of an from issue. my experience at home, because we've got two Xboxes, one on top of the other, and we've got two TVs, and mine's an older console. And my wife's on the Xbox mm. One X. Hers is much faster when it boots up. It's probably twice as fast hmm. booting up. And when she goes into loading screens, she's always everywhere we go before I am. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe I should get... Yeah, it's I've just a hardware issue getting... with PS4s. They're just not built to keep up with the Destiny engine. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I mean, I think they do. I think the engine actually... But... The, the engine is Plus very... You get a hard drive. Flexible. Hard drive will help your menu screens as well because that'll, yeah. instead of using the yeah, internal, no. it'll use the hard drive. The hard drive absolutely will. Um, my buddy has a solid state drive and he's mm. he's got like PC loading screens. Like it's just open, close. Here's yeah. your shit. Get out. Mm. Yeah. Have, so like I talking have... about like D3, I kind of feel like for me, I just reference D3 as the next big step in the story. Like not like the next <laughs> individual game. Like D3 is just the next big step in the narrative. Well, so let's 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 talk more about the narrative then. Yes, um, that is why we're here. Long <laughs> there we go. Could Penumbra actually be a direct um, build-up for the next act, or could Penumbra just be like another another angle to view it at? Like we just got the Awoken angle. Are we gonna see mm. the Callus angle, and then maybe we'll get something else? And then we'll get another like Penumbra esque DLC where we're going to see another angle, and then we'll actually get the next act. Like we'll just see yeah, the I many think, facets yeah. of it. I think I think the latter of what you just said. I think we're going to see it from different angles before we go on to the next 
final act. I think we're going to get a glimpse of the act. We're going to start to learn about the final act, mm-hmm. but we're not going to see the final act until well into the middle of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I, 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 I hope that we will see... I've been really impressed with with the the speed <laughs> through which we've been like uncovering new new things in the law. Mm-hmm. You know, over the, since the launch of Destiny Two. Well, for now I know. Well, well, since the launch of Destiny Two, I've I've been really surprised by how quickly Bungie have answered a lot of questions that they've raised, like things like like you know like I know this wasn't necessarily done to everybody's. Uh, like pleasure, or as well as it could have been, but you know, like we met Anna Bray, we met Osiris, we kind of met a worm god. I mean, whether that was a a real worm god or not, we still fought like Zol. The interpretation of a worm god. Fine, but still, like, like <laughs> that was like I, I'm. I was really surprised that that was something that would that we would encounter within the game so quickly mm. i thought there was going to be like another at least another year's worth of build-up before we. Mm. i said the same thing like when that. um taken king was beginning to leak like remember when the mm. red bull cans leaked and they were like oh we're gonna fight orcs i was like orcs is the king of the hive we're not gonna fight him a year into the game like are you dumb yeah. and then here it is and i'm like oh i guess yeah. i'm dumb yeah, but isn't that isn't, isn't that amazing though? Like, yeah. and and it turns out like okay, Oryx was the king of the hive, but, but he at the wasn't. same time, yeah, like at the same time, it's like yeah. all right. So what 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 can we? How can we possibly beat that now? That was kind of boring, and then like a year and a half later, it's like okay, now we're gonna fight a worm god on Mars. Cool. All right. Like it's just in. I, I, <laughs> I have been very surprised by the speed that we have kind of encountered things. So, you know, the the things that were hinted at in the Leviathan law around, like, the shadows, around this thing that Callus encountered out in the middle of nowhere, I would not be surprised if we discover a lot about that and it is directly related to the next act. Mm. I mean, you know, like... if you know, we don't even... We don't even have the the direct clues. I mean, we have hints from the gambit about what he encountered in his, you know, mm-hmm. experience out, out in the yeah. middle of nowhere. So, let, let's Are actually these fragments of the same thing. Yeah, let's actually talk about that. There, there's creatures kept in cages that snuff the light. So, mm-hmm. is that light casting out the darkness? Like, is that an example of it? Like it, the the traveler, the sky, the light, the whoever encased the creatures that were a threat. Mm-hmm. Right. Is yeah. was that like? Could we actually see those in game? Whatever these, I think they described them kind of as like slithery. Yeah, I can't remember how they said. They kind of reminded me of like thrall in some way, but I guess they're probably not thrall. I don't know why I got that impression. I got the impression um, that they were kind of like um. For anyone that plays Monster Hunter, like a great Jagras that just ate something. It's basically a, a big iguana, but it can eat like other small animals and then it gets like super fat. And it's like it's so fat that it, it it's like legs have to like kinda like just use its paws and kinda 
with it, you know, like wobble. It's like it's like me after I've had a big meal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's just so it's not it's not exactly slithery like a snake, but it's so mm. immense that it kind of has to slither along and just use a lot of its its body for the movement and less of its yeah. legs. That's how Could I be. imagined it. Well, they use a lot of serpent Im- imagery and a lot of snake imagery for the mm. gambit. And if they are related to if they are somewhat related to whatever Talus and experience you know, it's weird because Callus has this this um, obsession with the Leviathan or that creature that he um, yes that he looked, what was it called the the thing, land the whales slug. yeah yeah the land whales that's exactly how I imagined it ah oh, I didn't think of that I was just having and a look they, at the um... and they would grow so large that they would just swallow up entire cities and he, he would just unleash it on things mm-hmm. that's badass. So, I hope we I see mean, one that of is those. Pretty That's awesome. awesome. But could we could we see that in a much smaller scale, or like, it could have? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just speculating. But if there was some sort of a a smaller scale entity that had a similar facet to it, like um the the flaming servitor in the uh, scourge of the past raid, you can have a an escape mechanic from a land whale, and it's like trying to eat you. It's just like barreling down at you. You got a sparrow away. It's like the same thing, just a different enemy. I I remember having a conversation with someone ages ago where I was saying I wish that there was a, a cabal raid where yeah. you there was like a you know like they talk about land tanks and stuff. Like imagine if the whole raid was like like at least the start of the raid you actually had to chase after this uh, this land tank. Mm. That would be so cool. And then that would be awesome. Yeah. But you never really see, of the, you don't really see them move. Well, I think of the I think of the first Destiny imagery that we had of the Guardians with their with their round um, ghosts out, basically trying to you know defeat the Ahamkara is mm-hmm. what we were calling it, and it was mm-hmm. this huge, massive, almost eel-like creature that was plated and uh, had you know jaw upon jaw upon jaw. It was very Dune. I mean, the whole imagery was yeah. very much from Dune. Um, they had. They even looked like they were holding staffs, which could be the same as like the hooks that the Dune Riders use, you know. Yeah. Um, but what I was funny a, about what's funny know. about that is they keep using these these um, similar images. Like even the Ahamkara that we fought, uh, he is very eel-like, but you know he has appendages. And then what they talk about, Shoot. you know, the Landwell. Even even though it's a huge slug, it has Feet, many little tiny feet, and then mm. what we know about the Leviathan and its eel-like presence, and then whatever the Drifter encounter and its snake-like presence. I mean, mm. a lot of imagery is very, you know, like that. Yeah. So, so what you're telling me is that evil thing. Or, hmm, how do I phrase this? Mm. Don't use evil. the th- The thick boys are the bad guys. <laughs> Well, that's but the then, craziest thing about a thick boy right? because literally about, they are a morph. And what, what is a morph? What about Titans? <laughs> they're, they're the bad guys. Dredge and Yor. Boom. Yeah, you know, well, Titans. Okay, you know what? There you go. That's... They're the reason for Touché. the fall of humanity. They built the wall. It's not to keep the enemies out. It's to keep us in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hawkeye. 
I want to kick Hawthorne off that ledge so bad. I mean, it is quite, um, you know, like everybody else has a ghost. <sighs> she should be more careful. <laughs> she really should. <laughs> I, I like slide. I slide to meet every vendor that I ever meet. <sighs> She's got Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> Glitchbird. I really he like. Has, it's got very fast reactions. I like. I really like Hawthorne for where she is though, because of the uh, the dawning lore that we got, where it's like basically she got kicked out of the city for punching Hideo in the face and breaking his mm. nose, and it's like yeah. she comes back to the city and she. They're like, all right, where do you where do you want to stand? I want to stand On above top. Hideo. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, asshole. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Who's on top now? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, moving on. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So what do you, what, what are you, what are you thinking, Guardian? You're too quiet. Talk more. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Um, I honestly, kind of going back to the speed of the storytelling. I hmm. think act the next act has to be fall 2019. I so feel this like fall. it's already kind of been drawn out too much. Like, people are already kind of getting, like, irritated with the the slowness of every three weeks we're getting something about this. Mm. So well, I feel like they're going to have to, mm-hmm. like, I feel like it's the next big thing. Forsaken was all about the Awoken and, like, everything going on. And then it just kind of, like, kind of fell off and then we got other stories. So I feel like the yeah. next big story has to be the continuation of this. I mean, but at the same time, it could be that um, this they continue another part of the story and not the the third act of um like Mara's story yeah. do you know what i mean like that like mm-hmm. i i agree that, that they're gonna have to do something because they want to keep people engaged but that doesn't necessarily mean that what they have to do is say right he is he is act three he is what Mara was talking about what they could do is they could say right um I don't know. It could be anything, really. I, I don't know. It could be something to do with the Vex. We haven't really heard much about the Vex for a while. Yeah. Like, maybe there was that leaked well, okay. footage. Well, okay. you know? um, yeah, just going off of, going off of history, what, what, have we, what have we encountered? I mean, we encountered the Vex, then we encountered the Hive, and then we encountered the Fallen. Technically, still, we have never had... Or we we've only had one hive expansion or fallen expansion, and that was House of Wolves, mm. which all right. great. And they were augmented. Yeah, no, no, no. That that was Rise of Iron, which oh, is what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Um, we've only gotten one fallen. We've gotten Scorn. We've gotten Siva Splicers, but we've only gotten House of Wolves. So, so those are still realistically. Fallen, realistically, we should like it should be time for another. Vex encounter of some sort. Mm. Or Cabal. I'm just thinking. Oh, the yeah. Penumbra. So, like, that should be Cabal, yeah. right? If it's going to be anybody, I I think it probably. Well, okay, let me just have a look at this roadmap again. So, Penumbra is Cabal and Callus. So, let me, let me throw a monkey wrench in this then. What if the pyramids actually aren't the darkness? Like, what if. What if they are just coincidentally another thing, you know? Like the Aphelion? Yeah. What if it's what if it's an Awoken threat type of thing, and it's going past the Awoken now? It's coming to us, mm-hmm. and so 
and Mara is mm. not preparing to fight the pyramids. It's it's completely coincidental. She's like, hmm, these things are moving again. I need to keep an eye on them. But also, I have the the next act that's about to begin. I'm gonna go prepare for that now. So she's like, well, she's got her hands in 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 like multiple things right now. And I we're, agree with that. We're just kind of pushing them together because we don't know better. Yeah. And that's okay, definitely. So- Remember the throwaway line in this just dawned on me. Remember the throwaway line that was in somewhere, I think it's in the Grimoire somewhere, about the cabal, how the cabal just wipe out universes and, or not universes, but they blow up, you know, worlds just for being in their way. That was a deep Yada, yada, line. yada. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then at the end somewhere it says, but was something, or like, how did they get here? Was something bigger chasing them? Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. You're talking about like, though, what if this group is running away from something? The, right. Yeah, that, and that was a that was a discussion. But at the same time, I feel as though like D two is invalidated a lot because like it did. There's no, there's been absolutely no mention of them running away from anything in any of the D two law, as far as I'm aware. I guess in a sense you know, they were running away from Callus. Well, so I mean, you know, the the Red Legion. Gaul and everybody else, and um, what was the guy called? The, the consul. Yeah. yeah. He, they overthrew. He reminds um, me of Nixon. <laughs> riddled with phlebitis. <laughs> so they um, overthrew Gaul and then sent him off in the Leviathan. They and... overthrew Callus. Right. Yep, sorry, I got. Yeah. So Gaul and the consul overthrew Callus, sent him off in the Leviathan. Callus. Um, encountered something which made him think, oh, you know, this is a, this is a big deal. He started recruiting these shadows, and mm-hmm. he he was kind of, you know, within all of that story, there was no mention of any threat to the cabal as a as a civilization. Like, but what's but what's boggling is how Callus, we don't even we haven't even seen his true form. And all no, we've we seen frames that yeah. are disguised as a big ugly cabal. Technically, the... technically, Go those on. frames are draped with his skin. Though. Yes, like the right. excess skin that he has. So, and there's a, there is a there is an entry that's um, to do with the uh, the fallen the the Elixni shadow. I can't remember his name now. Um, I can't. Remember. Um, anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. but. He the says, Baron of Shanks, Secrus the Baron of Shanks. Is it Secrus? It is right? it is Secrus. Everyone always confuses Secrus and Feltrock, but Feltrock is a scion. Yeah, I was gonna say Feltrock, so I did the same thing. Yeah. But yeah, everyone does. Secrus. He was the one that what, what which one was the pilot? Uh that was um Janice. Ace pilot from the um that was the one. That was the one that set up a, a story arc. That one. That one was the one that kind of made a keyway for the story of of Callus because uh, just through that experience alone showed how Callus, you know, is interested in the best fighter or example of that race to join his shadows. Yeah. And so it was so quick to change. Like at the end, he was like, "Well, you destroyed everybody that you know I was from, so I guess I'll join you." Hmm. So the 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 entry that I was looking for is robes of Secrus, and um, it says in later days 
My disguise could no longer fool him as it fooled others. His skill in designing and modifying mechanized life forms was unparalleled, and he mm. made it clear he knew I was not what I appeared to be. I made it clear that either way he would continue to serve, but I think he guessed that my form and my strength are inextricably linked. Oh my god. See, there you go. It's just yeah. The, but it's it, kind of... It, I just wanted to correct myself. The ace pilot mm. was Jarus, not Janus. Janus mm. is like a Greek thing. Oh yeah, with the multi-faces. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. So, so yeah. yeah, I mean, I I think it's really interesting that, like, you, you're right, it is interesting, we still haven't seen Cullis' final form. Um, but, but what's crazy is just in the mechanics of the game, when his skin is stripped from his body at the very end, you see this very much a frame, uh, mm -hmm. skeleton underneath. And mm -hmm. so just like what you read on that line where he, the, you know, Sekris can see that basically he's who he's telling everybody is just by looking at the mechanical nature of himself. Like he yeah. is able to detect that and see that before yeah. him. So is, is Callus using uh, frame technology to hide himself and by presenting himself as this entity that we fight, but where is the, where's the true Callus, you know, residing? Mm. I mean, we went into the belly of the beast technically and yeah, but I mean, how? You can see from the the surface of like even if Nessus is a small planet, right? Uh -huh. You can see from the surface of Nessus that like the Leviathan is absolutely massive. Like, it's right, enormous. it has a city on top, and we yeah. and we only see the very tiny, yeah. tiniest part of it. Well, so okay, I, but so I mean, Nessus is huge, but Nessus isn't that huge. Uh, no, when you do. no, but but even if it's like even if it's smaller than our than the Earth's moon, right? Right. You can still you can still clearly smaller. you can still clearly see that like you know there is this tiny dot at the top of the of the Leviathan which is the city, right. and then right. you land on that city and it's pretty big, and you, you know even like see, yeah you couldn't even see a speck of a dot. We don't even go into the city. No, right. and, and and like we we, I I think there's plenty of room for Bungie to say. Oh yeah, the Leviathan's like ten times the size of what we've seen, and there's nothing, you know, there's not, you know, there's not nothing from stopping them from from doing that, you know. What blows um, my mind is how they're described as morphs, and the the few instances we've had where they describe the fluid that runs through a, a, a Cabal's body as being hackable by our ghost, and that they use it fundamentally for everything. It's like how they make everything. So you, uh, if that is true of this, you know, if that is true specifically of the Cabal race, not including Scions, because Scions, you know, we've learned they're, they're just enslaved into their faction or whatever, but um, does that set up a, does that set up a com component or a mechanic or a, a piece of the story to where if their fluid can be hacked, would the Vex, could the Vex take control of that in some way? I didn't know that their their fluid could be hacked. This, oh, yeah, I don't know what this is. Yeah, it's in your transcript, transcript somewhere. Um, on one of the this patrol thing. missions, when you're fighting and you use, uh, you use your ghost and he scans, or he talks about the, God, I can't remember what the mission is. Anyway, he talks about the fluid. They use it for everything. It's fuel for their ships. Um, it's in their blood, basically, whatever their blood is. And 
it's hackable to some degree. So Callus refers to himself as their god, right? And Callus makes Callus robots to be in place of him using the leftover skin of himself. Mm-hmm. What if all the cabal are just callous skin robots? That's insane. That that would be a crazy fucking plot twist, though, right? right? As soon as you started talking, I started like, "Oh shoot!" Like, what, where's this <laughs> like, like I don't believe that, but could you imagine? Right, that would be insane. It, I mean, it would be. That'd be some like trippy that, like that's, trippy that's even... mythology thing Kallus like is a giant even... scion and the cabal don't actually exist they're just contracts built by the scions to defend them <laughs> oh god that's insane too I, I i actually quite like that idea i do too bungie if you're listening make this happen it's perfect <laughs> <laughs> that'd be freaking nuts though. <laughs> <laughs> But like, I mean, well, well, like maybe not I, all the cabal, but maybe many of the cabal, right? Right. Like he's just a he's just a megalomaniac, and he just like created his own species of cabal. Mm. Grow fat with strength. It just it's just yes, it's just exactly. Things. Grow fat with strength. I mean, that's very blah. Yeah, I can grow fat all day. That doesn't make me strong. Mm. <laughs> but you know, it's funny. Form. It's a little. The little icon for what is the 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 grow fat from strength uh, icon thumbnail whatever you call it thumbnail. it very Emblem? much looks like yeah it very much looks like fat cells <laughs> I don't even like know fat cell building blocks which 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 icon uh, I think it's one of the emblems no it's the one that it's the one that you get be, it's like basically here's your invitation to the raid it's the one that you're oh. like after you've killed so many cabal it, it automatically gives it to you hmm. Hmm. I'm not Girl, sure what that is oh okay. oh the Acreus quest um hack the system or some shit oh you're thinking about the transcript thing yeah I think that is that the destroyer of worlds board the world eater leviathan grow fat from strength you're talking about the little like honeycomb things. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I know. I think I know what he's talking about. I don't. I don't know why he's talking about it. But I think I know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> should we get back to the third act? The yeah, we should get back to act? that. Mm. Yeah, the honeycomb the looking thing. One boy's got it. Yeah, the honeycomb. It's yeah, but if you, li- I don't know. Anyway, who knows? Okay, but like, Callus is very clearly a thick boy, so we just shouldn't trust him. Like he's the thick boy of thick boys, or does Probably. that make it? Does that make it like? Ooh, sorry. Does that make it like loop back around? No. He's no, so thick so. that he's actually he's good. The thickest the thick boys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, okay, right. <laughs> let's let's think this through. No, let's not think this through. <laughs> <laughs> let's stop thinking about I this. mean, is everywhere. Okay, and let's talk about thick. let's talk about <laughs> what is inside the pyramids. Let's get back on track because we got about uh, we're we're coming close to the end. We got about a half hour left, so let's talk about what is inside the pyramids. Whether it's the darkness, whether it's the things that oh. smell like wet earth, right? That's what it was from uh, Black Armor, right? Yeah, right. 
You know, there was a discussion um, that we had. I'm glad that you said what's inside the pyramids. Yes. And not what's yeah. inside the pyramid ships. Because we had a discussion <laughs> on, on Discord the other day around, like, we don't, you know, because we were introduced to the, the Traveller as the Traveller and our first our first kind of introduction, we, did, we didn't have to come up with a name ourselves. We didn't call it, like, that big round ship. Mm-hmm. We called it the Traveller. But because we don't have a name for the pyramids, a lot of people have said the pyramid ships. And somebody pointed out in the in the Ishtar Discord, like what, what why do we call them ships? And the, and it's true. There's that, that I don't think there's necessarily anything that that would prove that they that they carry anything. My my suspicion is that they do based on on the on what we know about um, what little we do know ab- ab- about them. But still, I think it would be more correct to just call them pyramids. So thank you for that, Anon. I found the adventure. It's called Red Legion Black Oil. That's the one where they hack the fluid. But anyway, if you're looking it up later on, anybody listening, mm. the transcript, Red Legion Black Oil. Mm. Okay. But so um, like, remember, I've always thought that the next act is not connected to the ships. That you is just the personally been me. Yeah, the, the pyramids. <laughs> I have always been under the impression that we're still within like what's happening in our solar system, and the ships are going to be like the act after that, or they're down the road. But mm-hmm. we never actually had anything besides them just showing up in Mars area to like hint that we're going to deal with them at all, except for them showing up. And then even then, we haven't like actually had Mara talk about that at all. Everything mm-hmm. that she's talked about has kind of been relative to what's happening in the Dreaming City as of right now. Mm. I don't think the pyramid ships have anything to do with it as of this moment. Well, that's definitely a possibility. But if we if we were just to, to, to kind of say, okay, what if the next act is the pyramids? What do you think that the pyramids are? Do you think that do you think that there are life forms inside them, or do you think that they're kind of just like travelers? a good question i know like uh nabiro says it makes more sense that they'd be carrying something which is true but the the traveler doesn't carry anything the traveler you know i mean there's no well well, there's no there's no there is no known species that the traveler was transporting from one place to another that we you know, know like of. yeah what that, that we know of but i mean we can only go on what we know of i heard that like, it was carrying a bunch of vacuum cleaners <laughs> dysons <laughs> yeah that's the one <laughs> dysons spheres <sighs> <laughs> oh my god Seeing Baxter's face when I say these things is so much better than just waiting for him to to say something after I say it in a Discord. <laughs> so if we're thinking like the Traveler is kind of like an object of light, are we kind of assuming like the pyramids might just be objects of darkness? Mm-hmm. Well, it, sure. I think it's it's just as it's just as likely as them being ships. I would say. Well, like um, what was it? Um, not Mars Attacks, the other one, the serious one. They got like three remakes. War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. Those ships were the aliens themselves, weren't they? No. 
No? Oh, oh well. Well, not in not in the not in the original. Well, at least in the one I, I saw. Mm. It like it would okay. eat the people. Like it would like put them into the bottom of it, and it would like there'd oh, be like okay. a big alien that would like basically oh, yeah. eat them. I don't think I've seen the what? the latest one. <laughs> to me, War of the World War of the... was the harvester. Um, robot things that yeah, would pick but up in people the... and then spread their blood on the crops to regrow their own alien forms that never happened because the birds were something that they didn't foresee and then it ended up killing them because they all got bird flu. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But I mean, in the in the books, or the book, I should say, not books. In the book, I'm pretty sure there were aliens driving those ships. Like, how many remakes of the book were there? I don't, I don't, I don't were there know. aliens? Yeah, there were aliens driving the ships because that's how they died. Because the well, but wait a second, were they the ships, ships though? Were I thought the ships the were time. aliens. The ships were aliens. Yes, is there a the war ships of the world? were aliens? Hmm. Have you heard the musical War of the Worlds? No, that's absolutely oh amazing. The most terrifying thing. It's brilliant. Oh my god! Oh, it's so good. So, like, regardless of what they are, what's going to happen with the ships? I'm saying, like, maybe maybe the ships themselves are, like, travelers. They're they're entities of dark, and they kind of... Mm -hmm. I don't know. Are they harvesting, or are they they implanting? Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe the traveler goes around to kind of plant the seeds. Maybe they're, like, they're, they're, like, weed killer, and they're just, like, spreading it all on the flowers. Maybe, or maybe they're more like farmers. Rasputin did call it the flower the eater. Oh, and he called the traveler the gardener. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the two sides. The garden, the gardener plants the flowers, and then there's the flower eater, the one that's going to come and destroy everything it created. Mm. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe there's nothing in the ships. Maybe they're just literally a fleet of like. They're they're doing the um the airplane thing Harvesting. like mustard gas. Harvesting. They put on yeah, the, they did react to the traveler awakening. They reacted to the like that sheer amount of light mm-hmm. being planted. Yeah, exactly. I'm reading about War of the Worlds now. Sorry, let me <laughs> coming, coming for your life. Yeah, kind of like Mass Effect and the strength. Reapers. I mean, it would make sense because if, I mean, why would the ships not be awake and like coming towards the traveler before it woke up? It's yeah, because like, there was such a mass amount of light being planted at one time where they noticed it. If there were things inside the ships, why would they also go to sleep? Like if they were ships, why would they just go to sleep? Be like, okay, peace. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a nap now. That that seems odd to me. But like, I mean, I suppose... If you can't find the traveler, you go into hibernation until your ship's detected. It's, it, because that's kind of like saying... If the traveler goes to sleep, so do the guardians, right? The traveler the was pyramid. in a coma. The traveler was in a coma, and the guardians were there. So if the pyramids, the pyramids were equivalent to the traveler, and there was nothing inside them, they're just like travelers. Their forces should still be active. Well, they could be fragments of one big, large whatever. I mean, they could just be broken up pyramids from that whatever. They formed together to make a big pyramid. Like some sort of like like Voltron style. I didn't say that. Triangles triangles fit together. Triangles fit together very well. Yeah. Almost like boringly well, though. This is the problem. Like, at least with Voltron. 
with Voltron, they come together and make a giant robot. But with with pyramid ships, they just sorry with pyramids, they just come together and they just form a bigger pyramid. Well, I mean, they can make whatever <laughs> they want. Uh, yeah, what if what if they what if they link and they just like form a big circle and it's like this mm-hmm. big circle and it's meant to like destroy planets or something? It'd be like a halo. Uh, it'd be like a ring. <laughs> I could see that coming. <laughs> Okay, but wait I a second. I had the thought you, of the ships you, going together, and I did not say it for the specific reason because <laughs> I knew. How how did we go the whole How did we go the whole episode and not mention the black hole? What black hole? Exactly. Black hole we go into for trials. Oh, well, who cares about that? Because yeah. it could very much be where we're headed. You think so? Well, it it could be, but I mean, it also couldn't be. I don't know. I mean, I feel, I feel as though there's no. Oh, oh, we, we've seen that there was like an ambassador from the nine in Mara's court. Yeah, so Mara's clearly talking to them, even though we're not allowed to go there anymore. Come on, guys. The fuck? Well, we can still go. We can't go to the third spire. You we can't to go to the third spire, to but we can go to that, that crucible map. Oh, Eternity and Equinox? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's gonna be so, our escape plan. Oh, there's there's evil coming. Let's go into the the crucible map and just stay there. <laughs> <laughs> live, live on the pearlescent planet. And it's hang out with big, the horses. Well, which which one's the one with the wide open, the really big open area? That would be Equinox, the new one. Yeah, oh, I like that map so much. I do not. Yeah, it's, oh, it's a horrible fight, it's the, but it's, no, it's the only it's the only map where. You have enough space for scout rifles to be actually kind of fun. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, whenever I, whenever I go on the... that map, it's a lot of fun. Say that again? It said long range weapons on that map. Yeah. Really fun. Listen, if I can't use the last word on it, I don't even want it to exist in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can, you'll just be by yourself in the back parts where nobody goes. Yeah. There's literally a whole spot. I mean, the whole part of that map that no one even uses, which is a back alley. Yeah. Well, I mean, people do use it, but it, but it's just it's not as fun as that big open area. It's Most of my anyway, corners are actually in the, the back because everyone's just posted up with a sniper, and then I go in there with a hand cannon and just fucking take them all out. So going back to because I mean, right now in Destiny lore, as far as what's connected to Marasov, there's so much happening. Yeah, she's we got her fingers the, in a lot of pies. We have the nine. We have the Exo Stranger, and then we have Savathun and Quaria, and we have the whole like mm. curse. Like, yeah. there's so much happening where we can't have like all of it progress forward. Like, one of those things has to be the next step. Like, is yeah. Savathun like, even a part of it? Be down the, like, Savathun's got to be the next step because we still haven't seen the mm. the Last Wish, and we still haven't broken the curse. So that, that's I true, like, but it doesn't. That's the next act. It doesn't. I don't, yeah, but I mean, we already we already know that the 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 next thing that's going to happen is almost certainly not related to the Dreaming City. The it next is thing definitely not is the the Joker's Wild. The, yeah, Joker's Wild, which begins in in March. Yeah, and then the season begins just to uh, so people know the season will start on March fifth, and the way that Bungie is doing it, the DLC itself, Joker's Wild season of the Drifter, will start March fifth, <coughs> and Joker's Wild should start the following week on the twelfth, unless they said Joker's season of the Drifter starts the twenty sixth, in which case Joker's Wild will start on the fifth. So just mm. DLC drops a well, week it's, after it the season. It starts a week after, yeah. 
Just um, whenever they said it, I forget. Hmm. Um, but what if the, the, the Dreaming City, everything happening in the Dreaming City isn't even Savathun? Like, what if it's Savathun's mm-hmm. daughter? Like, that's that's what we're being told now, right? That, um... um what if it was Marisov? Who's who's her, who who's who's the uh, who's the person? I keep thinking Iryu, and I know that's not right. Dual and Karu. Dual and Dual Yeah. Yeah. What if what if this is entirely her, and mm-hmm. nothing with Savathun, nothing with Quoria, nothing at all, and it's that's just like that's what that she's doing. Quoria and the only thing that connects Quoria and Savathun is truth to power, which is very confusing. Mm. And because like it's it's talking. The, the things we do have a mention of, like the Vex having to have a, a role in this. Yeah, they're like, like it has to be the Vex. It's too perfect. Yeah, I but you that... know, there's the whole unexplored part of Titan with the new brood and all the mentions of Sabbath and and how they've you know they've it, they've created void light. So I mean, they've got this power that they've got at their disposal now, hmm. to some degree, or they've learned how to do something with it. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, I so, actually haven't been to the Oracle this week. Um, I should do that. Neither have I, or have because I? there is. I mean, it might be it might be on the Ishtar collector. Anna was just saying in in uh, in chat. Um, Shuro. Yeah, this is the week where Shuro Chi is there, and she says yeah. something different every time for like everyone. So yeah. this is this is probably going to be the like the end of it like we'll just always go and see shuro chi and she'll just be like yo did i tell you about that time i got a burger at burger king and it was gross and that'll be it <laughs> yeah this is she how they wrap, she wrap won't it say up. it like that though no she'll be like did i tell you about the time like yeah <laughs> this this wall is a but, testament to all of the walls in the dreaming city. Mm. But this week, this week we got a very we got a pretty cool uh, line from the mission. Mm. Oh yeah, when, when the mission it. had new lines as well. Finally, oh, mm-hmm. what happened? Cool. I haven't done it yet. <laughs> because this is, you you like run up to Shira Chi right, and like mm-hmm. normally she's there with the dead corsair, and then she's like. Yeah. She's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Nice she's, to see you too. She's gone. And that feels like it was bugged. That feels like she yeah. was supposed to say something every week and she yeah. just never did. Because why would she even, why does she need to be there? Who's this random corpse? Like, why do I care? Yeah. <laughs> it's to show that the Awoken are dying every week and they're suffering. <laughs> I don't care. But, what but... did she say this week? I don't what know. stood I don't out know. for me was she said, "She said whatever you know will be stripped away and used against you." I lived mm. it. So I think she's talking about. You know, she was taken. So I think yeah. she's talking about whatever. I mean, look. Do you think that's about her being taken or about her becoming awoken? No, I think there's. I think no, the line taken. is longer than that, and it does say something about her being taken. Mm. Yeah, I don't have the. I don't. I don't know if that's been added to Ishtar. So I can't help but wonder if Sabathun is going to show up in some form. Well, according to to Toland, um, Quoria is the one with the power to take because he's he's finally been able to emulate Oryx 
because That's of true. being taken, I guess. Because originally that he wasn't. True. This is a whole Ant-Man stuck in the quantum realm thing. Like Things <laughs> things are happening and they're not being explained. And now we're just going, I think? <laughs> That's right. I feel like the next act has to be that. I don't think we're going to have anything happen until fall 2018. I feel like that's the next act has to be something to do with like Quoria. Like it could be the Vex and that's where like we leave the dreaming city. And that's why I mentioned earlier that rotationally speaking, the Vex would make the most sense just because um, it would be their turn. Well, not the next, not the next big thing, but the next act specifically. Right. Like, like the Mara's next act, which so we're, 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 we're like right at the end. So, like, let's get our, our closing statements. And I want to disagree with Guardian. Um, Mara's focus is not against the Hive. It's against something greater than the Hive. Because yeah. she saw Oryx and saw potential to gain more power there. She didn't see, like, oh, I have to protect my people against Oryx. She's like, I'm going to sacrifice some people. I'm going to get stronger. And I'm going to fight the thing above Oryx. So to say that she's preparing for Savathun, for Quoria, that doesn't seem accurate. Cause like, well, it doesn't mean like preparing. I just mean like that's something that like is on the plate right now. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely going to come up. But it's not but, the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's my final thought. I think I think uh, Mara's getting ready to fight the darkness, and I think ultimately the pyramids are a part of the darkness. I think that I, I actually kind of agree with Baxter. There might not be anything inside of them but I don't think that they'll come alone. I think that they will come with entities, but that the pyramids themselves are kind of like the traveler and you know, the whole form, the halo. (laughs) Bungie, you can use it. It's an original thought. I'm giving it to you. So question, since Mara Saba is very like on the edge and we have no idea what she's really doing. What if she's actually using the curse to gain power? And that's why she hasn't really been doing anything. Like, what if she is using the Dreaming City curse as a power source? And she like... seems upset about it, though. Yeah. I like the idea, but she seems upset about the curse. <laughs> like, she's still upset that she, like, led a bunch of Awoken to her death, but she still <laughs> used it. But is like, she upset, the like... the first time she sacrificed the Awoken or caused them pain for the sake of a greater, like, picture. Mm. Like, that's kind is of she... her M.O. Mm. Is she faking being upset? <laughs> I think she's really she's upset. Like, oh. I mean, look at her history. That's like all she does is just cause suffering and pain for the Woken for a greater cause. <laughs> is she what actually she upset? Yeah, that's a good point. Is she actually upset? Does she give a shit? <laughs> I was going to sacrifice my people. Now this bitch is coming in and killing them. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, interesting. All right, what's everyone else thinking? Uh, uh, I don't know. I think we've covered a lot of stuff. Um, I I'm don't really know. excited. I, Whatever it is, I'm just really excited. Yeah. I think that the, the next two kind of smaller chapters, you know, around, you know, the Drifter and around Callus, uh-huh. I I do think that the, that they are going to build up to Act 3 this September. 
that's what I think. I agree. And I think that kind of like really goes back to um, what we were saying. You just made me realize it, how we're going to see like multiple facets of it. We have the drifter Mm -hmm. who's kind of saying embrace the darkness. We have Callus who's kind of saying the darkness is going to win. There's nothing you can do about it. We have 801 who's like, I survived the darkness. So we're seeing all Mm -hmm. these things that were like different takes on what should happen what did yeah. happen how to fight what happened and and right. just like uh anna said in chat don't forget about aldrin like what what's aldrin's ultimate game gonna be like he's not gonna be in it for uh, for some time now the the writers already confirmed that like that was just kind of like a tease for the future but like aldrin mm-hmm. can come in to play a bigger part as well because um the sleepless rocket launcher sure sure had the dream where Marasov was standing on a pyramid and she broke it in half with her bare hands or something like that. Mm-hmm. And her brother yeah. was there and he said something about the Caribbean or something like that. I forget. There's so yes. much crap happening right That's now. not a joke. I, I legitimately forget what he says. Yeah. Let me just find it. <laughs> There's so much yeah, stuff there, happening in this game right now. Yeah. There really is. There's a ton of crap all just being flushed down the toilet and it's all competing for what's going to show up. Yeah. So what are you thinking right now? Okay, so I think, like you said, I think, you know, with the Gambit uh, expansion, with the Joker's Wild, sorry, Mm -hmm. with the Joker's Wild expansion, I mean, we know about the story of the last word in the thorn. I think that's a breadcrumb. Um, We we are very familiar with it, and so it was a way to hype back up the storyline. But I think that breadcrumb is reintroducing the fact that there is a tithe structure with the hive and this dissension into to uh to darkness if you will is very much rooted in a uh an enticement that we have a decision to take upon so like for instance we talked about mara's wish we talked about the ahamkara and they found a way to gain control over the ahamkara without the ahamkara gaining control over them in a way so we also have learned that the hive can kind of do the same thing with thorn mm-hmm. or whatever the hive are with thorn. So you make a bargain, you know, it's very, very much a bargain. And then it starts to basically take over you. And uh, I think they're reintroducing that storyline so that people can kind of get up to speed. Those who are maybe newer or those who maybe need a little bit of a reminder and then they're going to show us what happens uh, with the with the darkness later on. But I think that I think that the Joker's Wild is just going to be a continuation on the storyline we've already been trying to follow with uh, with the duel that's you know inevitably going to happen in some regard. Uh, whether it be that Jaren's actually still around or not, I don't think any of that really matters. I just think that it's going to it's going to reopen the door for, for something else to come in. That's, that's somewhat hive related. Uh huh. But whatever the drifter knows, which could be all bull crap, whatever the drifter knows about the hive is just, that's just circumstantial. I don't think it has anything to do with the, the other threat that, you know, we'll probably see in Penumbra. But if, if Penumbra has anything to do with, uh, uh, you know, the cabal or the shadows or all of that, you know, like what we said at the very beginning of this show, it, it could all be that those, the cabal are very much rooted in whatever 
um, that threat was that, that the drifter uh, encountered. Mm. So if that is the case, and, and just, you know, speculation, spinfoil, if that is the case and the drifter is, you know, telling us, hey, you know, I've seen the hive, they do this to people and you can, you know, end up being a bad guy and bad guys aren't necessarily bad. You know, if that's what he's trying to tell everybody, um, then, you know, we could, it might be time to embrace the darkness as they will. Just so that we could fight the darkness because you can't, like what they're trying to say is you can't fight something that can't be seen because if you try to fight it with your light, it's just going to disappear. Because hmm. here we are using our light to fight um, all these enemies of darkness, but there's something out there that doesn't even show up when we try to attack it with light. Hmm. Do you follow me? Like, if... if if. Well, I don't know. If, so, so w- w- where do you get that from, the idea that there's something that we can attack with light and how did you phrase it i look if if they've stripped away our light already once and that was how they set up the whole story arc for destiny 2 so that we could regain our light and then uh and then once we regain our light we're able to you know be powerful again um Mm -hmm. and then and then we encounter you know we encounter the other threats uh that are in in the universe but as far as the darkness is concerned, as far as the shadows are concerned, we don't we don't have we don't have any of that in our in our solar system yet. All we know is that they exist. Who do we not have in our solar system? We don't have the shadows. Well, when you say the shadows, do you mean Callus's shadows? Yeah. Well, they were already in our solar system and they were killed. But where are they? They're they're all dead, right? I don't think they're all dead. I'm pretty sure they all died. I, I could have sworn that like there's some other ones that have just been left open ended, and I was expecting there to were get two. More... There were two stories of shadows that didn't have a a, a final. Hmm. Which isn't to I say mean, that they aren't dead. It's just to yeah, say that we I... don't know. And, right. and even so, even if they do it, even if they are alive, I don't know why. Like, are you are you suggesting that we can't defeat them using light? I'm only speculating at this point because I know that just just from the way that the story is going and how it's gone before, I just think that now would be the time to reintroduce the hive and show how a bargain can ultimately turn someone towards the darkness, and that is a part of what they're leading to so that they can bring reintroduce, you know, a hive threat or a vex threat that's tied to the hive and show what happens when everything goes wrong. But the, the overall arcing theme and, you know, stepping back from the big picture is the hints that they keep dropping everywhere with, um, penumbra, you know, with, with, with the, uh, the shadows, with the very much the darkness that you just can't even, you can't even, deal with it with light uh so i mean i, I don't know i don't know if i i i don't know if i conclusion there in that i don't think i don't know i i just don't expect us to go down the path of having like dark guardians and i know that's not necessarily what you're suggesting i just no, feel as not though at all. 
I just feel as though, you know, the the idea, if we're forced to make a deal with the Hive as part of the storyline, I'm going to be very upset by that because that's not a deal that I would ever... It's not a choice that I would make. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, but that's the point because the story is showing you why you would never make that choice. So what I'm saying is the story is showing you that right now. It's showing you the negative outcome of making that choice. So in your mind, in your heart of hearts, as a player in the game, you're thinking right now, I would never do that. Well, why, do, why would you never do that? It's because the story's been presented to you that way. And so it's gearing you and shifting you and leading you on a trail that shows you that's the side you can't be on. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I just, I just think the idea that there are going to be enemies that can't be defeated by the light. Well, it's going to be an alternate, alternate. There's going to have to be some alternate, uh, whatever you want to call it, whether it be light, ability, whatever. There's going to have to be some alternate avenue that we're going to have to use in order to defeat what, you know, way down the line, the Penumbra uh, expansion, if that's even a part of it, will be you're tied to. I mean, I think it's likely. That's the way the previous expansions have worked, you know, the idea that we have to get a new subclass or something mm. in order mm -hmm. to be able to defeat a new we enemy. We have to, like, refine our light, make it stronger, yeah. you know. You know with or the, with, or with mutate it into something else. or. Well, that hasn't happened, though. Right, I know. We've we've only no, no, I'm, but I, yeah, no, I'm saying these are the things that have happened. So far, it has happened that we have had to get new subclasses in order to defeat previous enemies. Yeah, that, that was things, that was a plot things... in the Taken King. It was like you yeah, can't do yeah. this with your yeah. That's very guns. true. Yeah. You make a good point there. We had to. We had to. We very much. We we changed right. Mm -hmm. So we as yeah. guardians changed very much. Well, we didn't. There were certain fundamental things that didn't change. You know, right. we didn't just like, and that's why, and that's why I was, I was kind of being a little pedantic there because we didn't mutate. We didn't change who we were as guardians. We, we found a new way to use the light. I think, I think no, sorry, I, well, so, so far we haven't had a situation where we've had to like dramatically change who we were in order mm. to, to defeat our enemies. I, I would Lights argue. Lights prism. Like goes through a prism. I think um, the avenue that it could go is that, like, you know, the Drifter says how um, Void used to be considered, like, blasphemous. It was like, oh, you can't use Void. That's that's not the light. And it's like, yeah, but it is a light. So it's, it's all right to use. Um, so I don't think we would go so far as to use dark powers, but we might be more like, all right, Drifter, we need whatever you're making. You're making moats of dark. Right. They're they're making these technologies that are powered with dark, mm -hmm. kind of like what Thorn is, kind of what like what Necrochasm, Touch of Malice is, things like that. Where our guardians, like we're not gonna have a dark subclass, but we might be using things that are were once considered. Whoa, you're a guardian. You can't use that. You know, hey, can I, tell like, you I think real quick? I think you... philosophies might change, but ourselves will not. You talked about moats of dark. <clears throat> and remember in the very beginning of Destiny 1, we had motes of light that would drop. Yeah. And they were, yeah. So our motes of light, we would pick them up and that would, you know, that would be um, something that we could use to progress in the game. What was funny about that is years ago when I, when I was looking for a definition as to what the heck a moat 
was in that in that regard when they use the word moat that way. Mm-hmm. You can't find it just in open definition, but you can find it in some archaic usages of the word. And what it meant was a piece of a spirit or a piece of a soul or a piece of a ghost or a piece of a specter. Yes. A moat is a, 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 a floating orb of smoke in, in a way but the smoke is not smoke, if you will. It's basically a spirit of some sort. And that moat uh, can be dropped anywhere. So when people would go around their houses using smoke to ward off evil spirits, that was very much a technique that they practiced because they believed that there were moats of spirits or pieces of, of evil spirits that could be in your space. And to, a way to ward them off was to walk around the house yeah. with, uh, you know, moats. So smoke. Yeah. Mm. All right. Totes. Totes motes. <laughs> Totes motes. Totes motes. But I think it's weird that they use that as a way to describe a piece of light that's dropped, basically. And then we have the drifter reintroducing motes, but motes of darkness. Mm. Well, we've come to our time. And I think that's a good place to stop. Just, there's nowhere to go from there. That's not just another hour of talking. No, I know. Just... <laughs> I do think that's interesting, though. The moat thing mm. uh, is pretty neat. But what does he use them for? You know, he uses them to grow more taken? We don't know yet. We know that yeah, he alludes to it being powerful. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, uh, our next show will be in early March. So just before season of the drifter launches or Joker's mm-hmm. wild launches, I, because you know, I forget which it is. Um, it'll be on March 3rd, three, three. Uh, everyone can make that. No yeah. known plans. So. No we known did. plans. Only, un- only unknown unknowns. And uh, so if you came into the show late, it will be going up on our uh, anchor, which pushes out to iTunes, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, everywhere. Podbean. All that stuff. Yeah, Podbean. Um, it'll be going up on that later. And also, it'll go up on our YouTube later. And if you're just looking to find us, be more um, in touch with us at Loose Cannon Show, just like it is here on our Twitch. It's the same exact thing on our Twitter at Loose Cannon Show. Uh, one N or C A N O N and Canon. Uh, so drop us a follow there. We only ever, you know, tweet going live. Like the most you'll ever see us tweet is like the day of where we're like hour to live, 10 minutes to live. We're live. And then usually the rest of the week, it's pretty, it's pretty quiet. So you can, you can put us up on notifications if you want. Always, always know what's going on. Cool. Bye. Well, thanks, everyone. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for bye. tuning in. Bye. Bye. Guardian's not saying bye.